There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It's Tuesday, August 30th. From inside the WTOP newsroom, this is the DMD Download, brought to you by the men and women of Steamfitters Local 602. Get an estimate and learn more at steamfitters-602.org. When an international superstar says she went swimming in the Potomac River, D.C. apparently takes notice. The singer Lord told fans at a show last night she took a dip in our river to get a feel for the city. WTOP's Neil Augenstein, who's been covering water issues in our area, tells us why it got such a gushing reaction. People have heard over the years that the Potomac River is dirty, and so they were only too happy to weigh in with the the usual Twitter venom. And we hear about the health of the waterway from the Potomac Riverkeeper, who argues D.C. should lift a law against swimming there. People are out there using and recreating and swimming anyway, so we think this whole idea of banning swimming is crazy. Thanks for joining us. I'm Megan Cloherty. And I'm Luke Garrett. You may remember Lord from the huge hit she had a few years ago called Royals. We'd play the clip, but we'd get sued. She played at a rescheduled sold-out show at the Anthem last night and apparently told the crowd she swam in the Potomac River. Here's the clip. I was thinking today, I was lying in the, uh, the Potomac River. <laughs> I love getting to swim in water where I'm playing. It makes me feel like I know you a Neil Augenstein is here to give us a handle on this zeitgeist moment for D.C. and has some information on the actual health of the Potomac River as well, um, in case you're feeling inspired by Lord's free-spirited swim and want to jump in. Neil, thanks for being here. We appreciate it. My pleasure, as always. Um, so we just heard the clip of Lord talking to the audience, saying she was laying in the Potomac and just sort of, you know, trying to get the vibe of the city. Why do you think her, you know, announcement that she did this has created such a tempest on social media? Well, uh, as is always the case, when uh, somebody says something, uh, Twitter leaps to its snarky feet. And uh, (laughs) in this case, was hurling jokes about tetanus shots uh, at the thought of uh, of lords swimming in the Potomac. I think that people have heard over the years that the Potomac River is is dirty. And so they were only too happy to to weigh in with the, the usual Twitter venom. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, kind of behind that venom is the fact that swimming in the Potomac hasn't been legal since 1971. In fact, it's D.C. law that you can't swim in any city waterways, and that includes Rock Creek, due to high levels of pollution. This summer, the House passed D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton's bill authorizing the Army Corps of Engineers to look into this and conduct studies about the Potomac and Anacostia to kind of see how clean it is and whether that 1971 law can really maybe be rolled back and people can swim one day. And mostly that bill is to assess the secondary drinking water source for the district, which we have actually talked to Neil about in a previous episode, if you want to check that out. D.C. has only one day 
of backup water supply, which is pretty unreal. Um, but part of her bill is also to assess the feasibility of swimming in the Potomac and the Anacostia River. So, Neil, you spoke with the Potomac Riverkeeper. What did he have to say about all of this? The Lord well, thing and, you know, just how healthy it is. Well, the uh, Potomac Riverkeeper, his name is uh, Dean Nalyux. Uh, he says he was swimming in the Potomac River uh, over the weekend, too. And he said he was glad that uh, that Lord was uh, availing herself to the nation's river. She probably went out on a boat and was just doing what a lot of other people do. You know, just go out there and they have floats and just people chilling in the river on a tube or whatever. And that's how people recreate and use the river. Uh, he says that typically the Potomac River is safe to swim in. Uh, it is still illegal to, quote, swim in the Potomac River uh, and in any of the D.C. waterways, but it's not illegal to be in any of the D.C. waterways. So here's the Mm -hmm. here's the difference. Yeah. Uh, Swimming would be if you uh, were on the shore and you uh, and you went swimming in. What is legal is that if you are uh, attached to a vessel or and wearing a life jacket, for instance, if you were in a boat, and you went over the side of the boat and was was floating on a tube or on a raft, then then you would be okay. Huh. But swimming from the shore is still illegal. And of course, that's what the Potomac Riverkeeper is trying to change. The thought is that only people who are relatively well off can have boats. Mm. Uh, and uh, and the thought is that anybody should be able to uh, make use of the Potomac River when it is safe uh, and clean enough to use. Now, he did say that the Potomac River and any other river is not safe to swim in in the 48 hours after rainfall because of the what washes into the river. And of course, in the Potomac River, that is a very significant problem because of the combined sewer system that they have here in, in D.C., where mm-hmm. whenever it, it does rain heavily, raw sewage does flow into the Potomac River. Right. And we know during the summers, we have torrential downpours that do bring down quite a good amount of water. And Neil, I had this Pressing question in my head. What is a river keeper? You know, I'm imagining someone that sits up on a bridge and just kind of watches <laughs> over the river. But what, what do they actually do? Now, Luke, that is why you ha- are such a respected journalist. You <laughs> ask the, the tough questions. <laughs> I, I don't know. The Potomac Riverkeeper is an organization that is that takes it upon itself to to be a liaison with all different groups to to uh, try to to keep the Potomac River uh, as safe as possible. There are there is the Potomac Interstate Commission, I believe it's called, and uh, all of these different groups that that do uh, report to the government and do uh, work with the government uh, and, the, and the Army Corps of Engineers. It is to me the group that cares the most about the Potomac River. So all of these river keepers who have this mysterious job that uh, that you will still uncover someday, they are taking care of the nation's rivers. And we'll learn, obviously, I mean, hopefully from uh, Delegate Holmes Norton's bill from the Army Corps of Engineers, like conducting the study on the health of the river, if it's if it is swimmable, if it if they decide to get rid of that law, the D.C. law that says you can't swim in uh, in the Potomac or the Anacostia, clearly Naliuk finds it 
okay to swim in it since he's swimming in it. But Neil, I mean, as a Washingtonian, I feel like for so many decades we've been told, oh gosh, don't go near that. I mean, because there's bacteria in there, Mm. it's so polluted. In my mind, it's like, even if someone tells me it's safe to swim in the Potomac, I don't know that I would. So I'm wondering if there's like an an issue with communicating to the public this is safe if it is safe. He has some hard numbers to to back it up. The Potomac Riverkeeper has been doing weekly water quality monitoring, and they've been checking from May to October during the swimming months at several points along the Potomac River. And what they've found is that it certainly is safe enough to swim in National Harbor 85% of the time. Mm. The tidal basin is 95% of the time. And Washington Channel has an over 87% pass rate. Wow. The Riverkeeper posts the data to an app so people can look at it and at 30 different locations over 60 river miles. So people who are going to the river that weekend know whether it's safe to, to get into the water or not. Of course, they're, they're still not allowed to, quote, swim. But if they happen to, uh, to take a dip while they're attached to the boat, that apparently is okay. And this is a law. We mentioned it. It uh, was passed in 1971. But it does sound like people are taking dips in the Potomac River. And it doesn't River sound like it's being enforced, if right? If they want to. Yeah. So I'm not sure if the riverkeeper spoke to that, if he's outright full-throated encouraging you know, people to just take a dip, even though it might not be legal. I don't know. <laughs> well, then he says that people are out there uh, using the Potomac. People are out there using and recreating and swimming anyway. So we think this whole idea of banning swimming is crazy. And uh, that's what they're working to to eliminate the ban on swimming. The, the fact that, that the water is so much uh, better than it was 50 years ago and even so much better than it was eight years ago when he says he joined the Potomac Riverkeeper, uh, the, the hope is that that or the understanding is people go out and they they drag a tube behind their boat they even the, they drag their kids in a tube <laughs> behind their boat and if uh, his point is if if people are willing to to do that and people are feeling that confident about about being in the water and if the numbers from their testing match up and and confirm that it is safe enough for swimming then it should be legal for people to swim in D.C.'s waterways. Now, I'm kind of excited by that prospect. I'll just say, like, I'm thinking about Hood River in Oregon, even Chicago, like along the beaches, right along, you know, the, the Great Lakes. Mm-hmm. There could be like literal beachfronts on D.C. Is that is that right? Am I Is that just a thing well, in my imagination? It, is that it, a possibility it, it if people could be. swim in the Potomac? It used to be. There, there used to be uh, there used to be beaches up and down the Potomac River. But the Potomac Riverkeeper has identified six potential future beach sites uh, along the Potomac River. So the idea of going to the beach, getting off the metro and going to the beach is a is a very real possibility, at least to those always hopeful and always confident Potomac Riverkeepers. Wow. I, I love it. I mean, it's a part of Washington history. John Quincy Adams apparently used to like skinny dip in the Potomac. It was wow. always some place where you could go swimming until, I don't know, in the last 50 years. Right, so. right. When the water, you know, was, I guess, a little bit contaminated. 
Apparently, Lord knew what she was doing, and we are all we all need to get in line. Neil Augenstein, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us and giving us a little background here on the health of the rivers. My pleasure, and thanks for not asking me any questions about Lord's musical career. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. All right, thanks, Neil. <laughs> thanks, guys. And after the break, how does Johnny Cash and yoga go together? You'll hear how after the break. Backed by the experience of its hardworking members, Steamfitters Local 602 is ready to take on your next commercial heating, cooling, HVAC, or refrigeration project. Steamfitters Local 602 adds value to our community through its partnerships with local contractors and building owners, all while keeping the focus on improving the lives of its members and their families throughout the DMV. For work that's on time and on budget, go to steamfitters-602.org to schedule your next project. That's steamfitters-602.org. Steamfitters Local 602 changing lives. Thanks for listening to the DMV Download. If you like this show, give us five stars and leave us a review on Apple Podcast. We love hearing from you guys and your reviews really do help other listeners find this, our area's only in-depth daily local news podcast. And thank you for making us a part of your day. And before we go, we're going to continue on with this uh, music theme here. So yesterday, I was taking a core power yoga class. My As girlfriend has been trying to get me into yoga. I'm like, all right, let's do it. This sounds cool. Yeah. I've got a free week of core power, so I'm just <laughs> cashing in every day. Okay. Yesterday, I was there. And we do a practice. You know, it's hot yoga, so it's candles everywhere. It's kind of intense. I'm at the end of the practice. I forget what it's called, but you're laying down. And Javasana. Yeah. You are chilling out. Yeah. You, you are tired. It's and you're part. like. <laughs> It is my time to relax. The whole time this practice has been going on, the instructor has been playing like Beach okay. Boys, you know, some Johnny Cash. Anyway, we get to the Shavasana, and I'm laying down there, and the instrumentals for the song Hurt come on. You know that song by Johnny Cash? Well, it's not by Johnny Cash, actually, but... That's the one, it, it became really, really popular when Johnny Cash sang it. Right. But it's actually by Trent Reznor. But yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I'm, I'm hearing the instrumentals. I'm getting psyched. I love the song. I'm like, this is going to be awesome. And then from the corner of the room, I hear Johnny Cash start singing. Now, it wasn't Johnny Cash, but my yoga instructor had walked to the other side of the room and started singing this song to us with the instrumentals going under. And it was so good. It was so beautiful. And just for those of us. He had a good voice. Oh, he, he had like. Johnny Cash, but like I'm obviously don't sound great there, but he like matched it. I could not tell for 30 seconds who it was. The Wait, only... Did everyone like pop up their heads like what's going on? Well, you know, you're like kind of supposed to be chilling, so I <laughs> didn't want to mess up the vibe of the room. So I'm just like sneaking out of my left eye, like looking up to see if I can see this man singing. But it's dark. It's like a dark room. You know, turn yeah. off the lights at this point. Yeah. So I figured out that the speakers at the right side of the room, the instructors on the left side of the room, and I'm hearing the sound from the left side of the room. So it's him. That's and these... an intense song, Luke. Yes. Here's the first verse. I hurt myself today to see if I still feel. I focus on the pain, the only thing that's real. Yeah. I mean, it was so <laughs> intense. And he was he sung the whole song. This is five minutes of us just laying down to this He man. sang the whole song? Whole song. Wait, that is so awkward. I loved it. No, I thought it was intense, and I was like, let's do this. Okay, I think, and this is maybe a Megan Cloherty thing, but I get very uncomfortable when people are singing in public. I think it's because I put myself like in their shoes. Like, if I was doing it, right. I would be mortified. Totally. But obviously, 
it's their experience. They they feel oh, this comfortable. This guy was whatever. freed by this experience. But you could I tell. Oh, wow. You could hear like the like you know when someone sings and like they're not like about to cry, but they get that like wobble in their voice. You know, like the, uh, like he was in it. Oh, he was in it. Anyway, the, he finishes the song. Right. What happens? Everyone sits up, and then he invites us to do like the ohm thing. You yeah. Know? And yeah. Personally, I was like, this guy just sang to us for five minutes. Of course, I'll own with this guy. Like, usually I'm like, oh, do I own? Do I not? That's uh, kind of, I'm not familiar it's with just this. Like, that's not, and so I'm we sorry. all just like kind of sang together you know, the ohm thing. And then, uh, and then that was it. And then at the end of the class, you know, everyone was like, what just happened? Some people were like, that was weird as heck. I was like, bro, you've got a beautiful voice. <laughs> and, you what know, did he, say? Uh, he just was like, thank you. Like, hope to see you again. It seems a little like, You've paid for this yoga class, and I am so confident I'm going to sing to you for four minutes. It's a little self—what is the word I'm looking for? Indulgent? A little bit. Well, you know, I. to be fair, I am within a free-week trial. I still don't know, actually, how much <laughs> core power costs on the reg. So, like, I again, I'm just kind of like, just like, I'll do this for a week. It's free. They don't have my card or anything. So, so. you're the one person in the class who's returning Who because— <laughs> Because you want more music. If you're out there, Pete, I'm going to go to a class again within wow. this week, though. Cause this I kind of want to bring Pete in and see how good his his vocals are. No, it, it was awesome. It was very cool. Wow. Okay. That's a that's a unique experience. Yeah. You'll have to let me know if it happens again. I will. Namaste. And that'll do it for us today on the DMV Download. We're brought to you by Steamfitters Local 602. And our managing editor is Craig Schwab. Our music is by Real World. Leave us a review and rate our show if you get the chance. We are also posting on social media something new for you every day to check out, including clips from the show and little moments behind the scenes. And if you want to be a VIP listener, head over to dmbdownload.com. And this podcast is brought to you by WTOP News. Listen on 103.5 FM in the D.C. area, 107.7 FM in Virginia, 103.9 FM in Frederick, Maryland, online at WTOP.com, and on the WTOP News app. Have a good one, and we'll see you tomorrow.